Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Hello and welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Shnizana Yesulenko, CEO of the Gresham in Leicester. The Gresham underwent a £17 million transformation to change a grade two listed building, um, which was a department store, into a 121 key apart hotel with Shnizana at its head. It opened in November, 2021. Welcome Shnizana. How has your first year been? Thank you Felicity and thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure talking to you today. Um, It's been an interesting year. Uh, I think the first thing, and I know we're all a bit tired talking about it, but opening right after the pandemic, I think one of, was one of the biggest challenges. We knew that uh, people are not necessarily coming back to traveling. Uh, they don't always feel secure to travel about, uh, to be, to work. And obviously, as we know, Leicester is in a very big business destination where our hotel is placing itself. So that was one of the first challenges. However, now talking to you, what is it, 13 months after, mm-hmm. I'm really pleased. We have become one of the key players in the city. We're going from strength to strength. Our last three months have been very, very successful. Um, we have managed to have some of the guests who stay with us on a regular basis, um, some partnerships with, uh, you know, the theatres or other events that are taking like bring the paint in the city or beauty content and so we have managed to get guests into our hotel and appreciate the value and the service that we are giving them mm-hmm. um they come from all different backgrounds some coming from business the, i must say at the beginning when we just opened it was mostly leisure yeah our weekends were absolutely packed um, Fridays, Saturdays, we're very, very busy. And it was very interesting for us because whilst we are pitching ourselves as an apart hotel, the fact that our model is actually is both, we are having staff, we have a cleaner, so we're actually operating as a hotel. Yeah. For someone who walks in, the only difference is you walk in and there is an apartment, you've got a kitchen available to yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think... At the beginning, whilst the leisure business was coming back, everyone was saying, oh, actually, I can stay here a little bit longer. Um, yeah, so sure. I, I think we just were playing on this. Yeah. So it's it's been a very, very interesting and eventful year. It sounds it sounds like a positive year. And and that's one of my questions was actually um, it's Aimbrock Holdings, um, which owns the, the building. That's um, right. Why do you think they chose to go down or you guys chose to go down the apart hotel route rather than the traditional hotel? So um, Leicester is very interesting market and the city. I feel it's one of the cities that has managed to keep its authenticity, mm-hmm. I guess is the word I'm looking for. However, it's very fast growing as a business city. In the last 10 years, as you know, there are so many uh, businesses that open some, you know, some successful, some maybe not so much, but it is becoming more and more of a business destination. Mm-hmm. We have taken a lot a lot of time to understand 
what is required. And in Leicester, there are a lot of new, really nice hotels. There's Novotel that recently opened. You know, there are a lot of hotels that are offering that luxurious, comfortable, high level of service room. Mm-hmm. But a part hotel is not been something that's actually been very well. Well, you know, there is one that's currently a part of a hotel, uh, Adagio. But other than that, there is not really much. A uh, pandemic, you know, happened much later. We were not seeing that. That was not one of the reasons, you know, should the event like this happen? I can't sure. yeah. Five years ago, um, five years ago, it was completely something different. The building was so unique that we felt that we wanted to do something a bit more different. And when the apart hotel idea came, uh, we toyed around and played around with it. We thought, actually, that would be perfect because people can use it more of a home yeah. when they come to stay. There was a lot of construction industry. You know, there is a lot of, if you know, manufacturing. So we wanted to give something for people to stay for a bit longer and kind of took the punt. And Leicester City Council supported us uh, throughout with planning, uh, with actually giving us the tools and opportunities. So I think we both felt that that was something to bring people back into that part of the city. Sure, sure. And I mean, apart hotels have become more and more popular over in yeah. over in Europe. Um, they've been around in in um, America and, and on that side for, for a while, haven't they? But I think yeah. they're definitely becoming, people are becoming more aware of them. I think before maybe they were more for, like you say, kind of um, extended contractors or people who yeah. are for a long time. So what would you say was your um, kind of average length of stay at the Gresham? So at the beginning, you'd be surprised it's still quite actually short. I think for the first three, four months, we had one and a half day if we were to average. Therefore, as I said to you, it was driven mostly by the short-term stays. Um, however, from about June, we are now we've started having a bit longer, seven days. So our average increased to about two. Right. I think now we are reporting two and a half, two point seven. Um, but next year is going to be very exciting. We have managed to successfully secure some of the longer term stays um, and most importantly people are coming back to us so the performance you know performance actors and support groups and curve theater they um they like staying with us and they tend to stay as a group and i'm looking what they are having planned as a theater so for me it's fantastic music to my ears so to speak yeah, of course. No, that's great. Um, you've got um, you've got a, a restaurant um in the at the Gresham, um, yes. and a bar. Um, has that become a kind of local place to go? You know, it, it, it's spot on. Uh, you don't typically have the restaurant in the hotel where people would like to spend yeah. their time, but restaurant itself. And the bar, because it's such a long bar, it's good cocktails, it's a really nice, relaxing setting, is the destination for people in Leicester just to come in, even if they're not staying in the hotel. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's really nice to when you walk in and there is a bar and, you know, it's not dead. Um, yeah. Also, um, we have been hosting the Gresham Network, TGN. So every Thursday... I'm sorry, I think it's the first Thursday of each month. Um, yeah. So first Thursday of each month, the Gresham Network is no paid partnership time of networking event where people just come in and have a coffee. So Leicester businesses can just come in without knowing each other. There is no sitting down and presentation, nothing like this. Literally just a 
chilled, non-work, uh, non, uh, <laughs> no pressure working event. And you know, it's been a great success because I think not only people coming from businesses and forged relationships, but they've watched it in our building. They like coming into this building. You know, this this building means a lot to a lot of people. And I'm so happy that we are carrying on with this tradition and giving people an opportunity to go in. Sure, sure. Because it's, it's a really, it's a Victorian building, isn't it? And I think um, one of my questions actually um, was how, what the challenges were really of converting such a such an old and listed building um, into, into so many rooms and, and, you know, obviously as a destination kind of bar and restaurant. Um, were you part of that process or do you, do you know what the challenges were? Uh, I was actually because I'm I'm an MD of the construction company who was building it, so I was fully involved. Wow! And I was there all the way through lockdown, and I'm just thinking, how long do you have on the challenges? <laughs> but um, it was well, it's been a few. Listen, if you look on the if you stand up on the market street and you look at the building, you don't notice until you look. If that makes sense, you will see that it's actually made from different buildings that were throughout the time have purchased by the Fennick family and mm -hmm. put together. So it looks like a four from the outside, but actually it was seven different tall dwellings, so to speak, the towers that were merged together and punched the door through and converted into a store. So people who used to go to Fennick will know, it will, some of them used to say it was like a rabbit hole. You sometimes find yourself and you don't know where you are and the levels yeah. were all different. Right. And the levels was one of the biggest challenges because we had over 20 different levels. Wow. So for the hotel, we wanted to make it simple. We, you know, guests, we don't want anybody to get lost. So we had to level it now into the six stories. So I think that was one of the key biggest challenges on the construction side. But on the softer and the more important, actually, is the preservation of what was there. Mm -hmm. The staircase right in the middle is really, really iconic. The building is so important to so many people so many people in Leicester worked there maybe first job maybe their mom was there there was an absolutely beautiful wedding department where was for Leicester and Leicestershire people would come there and choose their wedding dresses organize their list it really is important to everybody so oh. for us to keep the things that people will remember when they walk in staircase with the handrails the windows on the outside, of course, they were listed, but we have had to hand redecorate every single window. So really, whilst we were doing the work outside, we had the team outside for two years, literally re repainting, remaking, make sure the glasses, you know, not cracked and replacing. Um, we've, we've had some stained windows. We found some rooms. We found a massive vault underneath, which was used to store the cash for over 150 years. And there is a big wall door. There is a big safe inside. We, we find some other things. That I'm not going to say. It's been interesting, challenging, um, but very rewarding. Very rewarding. Of course. I mean, you've kept, obviously, the heart of the, the, the building um, for everyone in Leicester and, and for people beyond to come and visit. Um, in terms of, like you were saying, leisure travel, I mean, it's true that leisure travel made a, a faster recovery with after the pandemic. Um, and now business travellers are obviously um, on the move again. Uh, would you say that, have you noticed um, with your business travellers that is the working from home or working from hotel, um, hotel here to stay 
Um, there's been a lot of talk of digital nomads and and how working will never be the same again. We won't be going into offices. So I just wondered how you've thought about that for for the apart hotel and how obviously that will impact going yeah. forwards. Who who you're having staying with you? That I find this question actually very interesting, and I think it is at heart for many businesses and local businesses, not just leisure in terms of travel, but even, you know, coffee shops and offices, et cetera, et cetera. What do I think? Um, I think the technology has helped us and actually has been a massive enabler to survive in the last two years. Another, I think another thing that's happened is people also realised that not also not only seeing each other and talking face to face is extremely important but for many people as trivial as it sounds leaving house is very important it's mm-hmm. a set of mind it's not just meeting other people but seeing new things what we do not do when we work from home is we do not see new developments we do not see innovation we do not see something that may trigger something in our mind to create a new idea sure so what i think or believe or wish that will happen is I think people will have that, uh, you know, in working week that is a hybrid, working from home, working in the office, but also working somewhere else, whether it's a coffee shop, whether it's a renting a business for a day on the, you know, space like in Gresham, for example, we have a space that is available for business travelers who go in and hire a desk for an hour, for a day, for a yeah. half a day, for a week. Yeah. And that's where I think it will be because you 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 become aware of your surrounding i think when you are just working from home it stops the innovation not just overall but in ourselves so i i hope that places like an apart hotels will give people an opportunity to work from the safe comfortable environment without having being forced to go to the office yeah and i think you're you're totally i totally agree with everything you've said i think that the whole thing of being at home as well, even though it was a novelty, I don't think people really want to be at home anymore. No. I don't think they want to be with their husbands or wives anymore working from yeah. home. I think it's yeah. important to have that separation. So, mm. yeah, I think co-working spaces and and, and like what you've got in the Gresham sounds sounds like the way forward. That's really, yeah. Uh, it's it's almost your third option, right? You may not yeah. want to be in the office because sometimes it's structured, a lot of meetings. You don't want to be maybe at home because, you know, you've been at home for a very long time and you just want to think differently. And I think that third option is available to us. And I think this is fantastic. Great. So I hope, I hope the Gresham will give people that third yeah, that inspiration and, and space. Think, yeah, it sounds it sounds like you're onto it. So yeah, um, I had a question about sustainability because obviously it's the at the top of um, a lot of people's um, lists to kind of, you know, make sure they do it properly. Um, what's what is your sustainability plan for the Gresham and the guests at the Gresham? So that's 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 actually something that is for now next year probably a bit more than a year because it, it feels like you can do something like this quickly, but you don't. Um, throughout the construction, we have ensured that we can recycle. We've had um, we've had actually a great um, coverage and uh, ended up being a great coverage because there was a lot of um, uh, wood that could be recycled for the furniture. Mm-hmm. And what happened is whilst the pandemic was going, a lot of people struggled to find 
some sort of cheap alternative wood to create furniture for the outside. So we have collaborated with local pub owner who used the wood to build some furniture. We actually opened it on a forum and we said, if there are any local businesses that require anything, um, any wood, we've put it there, we've put the date, we've set up the date. Uh, there was a guy who turned up, he, he ended up being interviewed by BBC later on, who does the reclaimed furniture, beds, yeah. tables. So he picked up some and and we, I, I, I am a big believer in, in sustainability overall, um, whether it's to protect the environment or just for my own sake, it doesn't really matter. You know, the question, the, the, the question, different people do it for different reasons and they find their own reasons. But for us, uh, other than sourcing everything locally, uh, sourcing the team locally, which is big, we are Southeast based company. And what we decided is we didn't want anybody to travel with, because it's from pandemic. It was mostly cars as well. So all the yeah. emissions would be hired. I think we only had two people who we brought. Everyone else was locally. We have hi uh, hired all the teams locally for steel. There was a steel company that was very, very local, so we chose to use them. And and generally throughout construction, we did everything. We have put the system for heating that was very energy efficient. We have changed, uh, obviously, all electrics and put the bulbs that are the mostly energy efficient. And sometimes you have to make this decision, you know, do you want to walk into the room and make grand and the big light? And we have kind of chosen to go, you know, make it neat, make it clean, but make it energy efficient. And oh my, oh, I'm really glad we did so because electricity well, bills would have been <laughs> otherwise. Um, we are looking into the new innovations. Our key focus is going to be recycling mm -hmm. for the next year. And we really would like to put um, some kind of a solar energy system in in place as well right. we need to we figure out but we are looking at those there is also um the water um i'm just trying to think what they called um the water limit water system, water yeah. limit yeah in the, yeah so the the system limitation on the water so we're looking at those because it actually all those they feel little but actually they are making a very very big difference you know the things that we do water we do not have water we have to protect water yeah there is, you know, there is not, it's not, not, not it's a not brain. It's yeah. changing. Um, yeah, we do have options for guests to not have a room service every day, for example, if they wish to do so. Some people, you know, it depends. They, and, and, and actually quite a lot of people do take that option and then just let us know when they want the room clean, then especially for the long-term guests. And uh, yeah, we are happy to do, we, we, we're giving people an opportunity to keep the planet green, so to speak. Yeah, no, that's uh, that all sounds really positive and really good, especially the the solar panel plans. Um, I know, yeah, I agree. Of course, these things take a long time to kind of set up and put in place, but sounds like you're all going in the right direction. Anyway, um, you talked about um, things happening this year. So um, to finish, really, I'd love to hear any any news you can share with us about what the Gresham's going to be doing in its um, kind of second full year, um, and. Yeah, anything anything else you think you'd like to add that I might not have asked you? Well, um, it's 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 been an interesting last three months. Uh, Gresham has been really we've done over and above that we have planned to achieve ourselves, and it's in both ways occupancy and average room rate. What it's given us is a bit more confidence to be a bit brave and kind of put put ourselves a bit out there, so to speak, a bit more. We are looking to um, 
have more events in terms of the in the group. It's very hard. We're working in the calendar for the next year, so obviously we we want we want Gresham to become a destination. Sure. We want people to know about Gresham and be part of Gresham. We run in competitions for the artists, for example. Yeah. So we would like to have students, children, whoever, and then we want to display their work in our hotel. We we would like Gresham, you know, we're not being a big scary place. We are very community warm and welcoming place. Mm-hmm. And we want people to feel that way. We want people to walk by the street and do not feel uncomfortable to come in because sometimes places like this do become a bit out of reach. But that's not what Gresham is. And for us, I think that is going to be the big agenda for a year to make community even closer and bring them closer, not just, you know, businesses and come and stay. Actually yeah. just come in and have a chat and become part of our journey. Yeah, that sounds really fantastic and again really positive. And um and I'd like to wish you yeah very good luck for, for the coming year. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, head over to servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.